And so what this does is it separates true reality and it gets further and further and further from the truth of everything being based on feelings. And this is dangerous because, well, for a simple example of uh, what what you would probably do, uh, y'all don't want to see my legs. Hold on. Let me... <laughs> Ooh, y'all gotta hold on. Let me change. <laughs> let me change this right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> no, was that wide? My bad. Y'all just saw some hairy white man legs. <laughs> I do apologize. <clears throat> I don't even know what I was saying. Let's go on. It makes me wonder if at some point we will not be asking what is a woman, but what is a human? I mean, we're already there with the abortion debate, but again, I digress. This is what I'm going to call toxic inclusion. This is the end game for those who get what they want. Toxic inclusion. I like that. So what that means is that since let's, let's say, uh, Whatever you think, say you think you're a frog, okay? Now, toxic inclusion means that I don't want to in any way offend you or make you feel uncomfortable about your identity. So what does that mean? That means I bend over backwards, even though I can see what actual truth is, I bend to your every whim because I don't want to offend you. And so in that way, it becomes toxic. And in a lot of ways, in just a minute, we're going to watch some videos about some very harmful things when they just wish somebody would have helped them and said something before they did all the things they did. With their inconsistent inclusivity and equity. What used to be a rare and isolated incident of someone having inner emotional or mental issues has now become trendy. It's been embraced as living your truth. When you don't know who you are and your identity is grounded in a subjective fluid morality and not grounded in reality or objective truth, then by default, you're going to find your identity in something that is grounded in a lie and a subjective truth that constantly changes. It reminds me of a cat, you know, trying to catch a laser pointer. They're all excited when they think they've got it, (laughs) only to find it flittered away to another location, that tricky little laser. The satisfaction of catching it is actually an illusion, though, but the cat doesn't know that. They keep trying to catch it. This is what I see with people trying to find their identities. If anything, people identifying as the opposite gender or animals or anything at this point only goes to show that people are striving to find meaning and purpose in this life. Guys, we are made to worship something. We are going to worship the creator or the creation. Mm -hmm. Also, some brilliant person on my last video made this point, and I want to share it, that we are made in God's image and likeness, and the devil hates that. He hates God. He will do everything in his power to shift us as far away as possible from that. They said to imagine a human being identify as a cat or a dog when we were created above these creatures. This is actually a spiritual search too. And what people are doing is filling themselves with spiritual fast food. It has no sustenance or longevity. So they live one fleeting happiness at a time craving and living for their next serotonin fix. There are many examples of this as well. And we do this also with chasing after relationships, chasing after items, things, tangible things we can put our hands on, better homes, more expensive cars, 
jewelry. I mean, you look at the people who have like Apple watches or Apple phones and they talk to an Android person and it's like, you have an Android? Like something that really doesn't matter at all and it's just based on preference and what you like, but we make it some sort of social thing that raises us above other people in our heads. Like I sold my 2020 Chevy Colorado. I love that truck. It was my first truck ever. I've always had a car just because cars are cheaper. And I set a goal out. I wanted to really start having children with my wife. And so what I did is I set a goal to where I wanted to completely get rid of our credit card debt. So I found a way that I could completely wipe off the last part of our credit card debt by selling that truck, getting a cheaper car, and taking that cash, $7,000 of cash that they gave me. I came home, we paid off the rest of our credit cards. And now, and that was at the end of last summer-ish, maybe going into the fall, I think, and we're having a baby now because I had that goal. So it was it was a fact of what was more important. Was my goals more important or a status? Because that was a nice truck. It was it was clean, had black fabric in it. And it was like a rough fabric too. It was, it was really, it's like a man's truck. It wasn't anything like crazy or special. But to me, like when I bought it, when we went, went to Dallas and bought it, taking pictures with it, it was just, it was a, a huge moment for me. But now I drive up and sometimes I'm ashamed. The car that I got now, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a 2016 Nissan Pathfinder. It's got three rows of seats, which my, my son thought was so cool. Now I can fit all of his friends that I wouldn't have been able to with a truck. Every time I pick them up for youth on Wednesday nights from school, man, they're they're having fun. They're having a blast. and uh, But there's scratches on it. There's a little bit of ding here and there. And the fabric, the the material that's in the seats and on the armrest, it's worn and things like that. I mean, nothing, nothing's ripped. Nothing. Also, after I went to Houston to get it, saw that the windshield was cracked. There's a couple of cigarette burn holes in the in the seat and then on the little fabric up there that they didn't tell me about but i went three and a half hours to get it and i was there to get it and they were gonna anyways i'm never buying out of town again but that being said i didn't my reality was i had a goal and i didn't want to be held back from that goal that was in my heart because of material things and sometimes i think about it when i pull up i I do real estate doing photography and video and drone and things. And and when I pull up and there's this realtor with a Lexus or a Mercedes or a Range Rover, um, pretty much all of them that I work with have nice expensive cars. And I pull up with my little uh, Nissan Pathfinder that's, you know, eight years old. Sometimes it hits me when I get out and I see scratches or (laughs) or I am getting stuff out of the back of my car and there's scratches that weren't there before and now they are. And I'm like, hmm, how did that get there? Now, if I was in my 2020 Colorado, I'd be really upset. I'd be furious, but I'm not too mad about it because I had a goal. And to me, even though it is sometimes not the best feeling that I don't have the nice vehicle that I did have, I'm about to have a little baby girl. And that was my goal. And the sacrifice was worth it to get where I wanted to go. And it took me giving up material things to get there. So sometimes we have to give up and sacrifice for that burden or that that mission in our heart, some material things that really once we actually let go of them, it's not that big of a deal anymore. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It would mean a great deal to me if you download, share, and subscribe so you could be notified every time I put out a new episode. Once again, Thank you and see you next time 
on Faith and Failures. <laughs>